back by unpopular demand for the 149th time. This is the Grunge Bible Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Chris Salona, and I'm joined by the other co-host, Ethan Shalloway. What up? What's up, everybody? We're back. Another episode. We're back. So we always introduce each other. You know, I'd love to be like, I'm Chris and I'm Ethan, you know what I mean? And pop in, but like, that takes a lot of choreographing that we just, you know, we never do. Yeah. I, I like to think that we have the talent to do it. <laughs> maybe we, we test, I, you know, we test it out next time, but I, I have a fear that like, I would say I'm Chris and maybe you'd say I'm Ethan. We just, yeah. We maybe I'll just like, pull out a random name and like accidentally call myself George or something. And then yeah. it's just going to be a whole mess and we don't it's want like, that. It's like an- Anchorman, you know? Yeah. I'm Brick Tamlin. No, I'm Ron. I'm Ron Burgundy. No, you're Ron. How are we doing, Ethan? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It is raining where I am right now. Um, Is it raining where you are? Is that all you could think to ask? Is that all you could think to ask? Exactly. It is raining where I am. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, man. Um, It's raining here. The sun has gone down. and uh, But all my deeds are done for the day. So... I'm in a good space. I'm hanging out. Yes, I'm in. A, I'm in a good space. We're all good. I mean, all, awesome. all good on my front. You know, it's just we're just trucking along. January's been really nice. So, yeah. how are you today? I'm good. Uh, today was super, super busy. I had like three straight hours of meetings at work, um, and I have a little bit of a headache. And this, uh, when it was a couple of hours away, it felt like a little bit of a nuisance to sit down. But similarly to you, um, for this podcast, I feel like I'm in a really good headspace. January has been good to me so far. Um, I am feeling pretty relaxed. I'm, I'm feeling very focused and disciplined on some things that I got to take care of. And sometimes you just got to reward yourself a little bit. I, I went for yeah. a soda before this episode. Yeah. So I was, I was literally about to ask, cause obviously you had posted on the story that you went for a soda. Yeah. Um, did you actually go out and buy that soda or did you have one ready? <laughs> I actually went out for Hell soda. Yes. I went That's for a soda. Awesome. I didn't yeah. have any in the house and I went and, um, uh, for those, maybe if you're in the Northeast, I went to Cumberland Farms uh, nice. and I had, I, I buy my gas there. So I get free freebies and, and this was free. Um, really? I'm, yeah, I'm actually, I'm a Pepsi guy, but the Coke Zero was free today. Um, That's crazy. Chris. So the thing is though, like, this is how petty I am. Like I, I, I like Pepsi, but I didn't drink Pepsi for about three years because one of my ex-girlfriends worked for Pepsi and I, I couldn't support the enterprise. So I switched to Coke. Um, well, Coke lately, is much more superior. So that's well, over the good, last year, there's switch. been like a warming of relations between myself and Pepsi, not between myself and the ex, but, um, you know, and I've started to consume Pepsi here and there once again. I don't think they work there anymore, but uh, today, today was yeah, a Coke just Zero. Just be careful, day. That was the you know, one, one thing leads to another, you know, you start drinking Pepsi and all of a sudden you're texting your ex. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even if I wanted to. <laughs> Oh, you're blocked. No. <laughs> I tried, got blocked. Oh, you know what? Hey, That's it hilarious. Happens. Yeah, it so does. It does, in fact, happen. It does happen. It? it didn't happen to me. I, I removed. I removed the number from my system. But that's, have you, you been? Know. Have you been blocked before, Chris? I'm sure that I have. Right. It's tough. It's tough because you don't. How yeah, do you, you know? Don't know. Yeah. You don't. You don't always know unless you you're trying to get in contact. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't. You know, li- live and let live. You know, let let sleeping dogs lie. I think I've been blocked before, but not because of anything. Like it was one of those cleansing, you know, was, they had to sure. do it. And, you yeah. know, they just it's like, it's see. not you, it's me type moments. Yeah. So you get blocked and all of a sudden you get the friend request again. You're like, oh, I, I must have been, I must have been out, outskirted or whatever, yeah. outcasted. Yeah. So, but you're on nothing, the outside looking. Not in. because, yeah, not nothing. 
and see well, I you, like to think, see your true colors. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'll just shut up right now <laughs> before I <laughs> criminalize myself. Talk in the dating, ourselves in the dating. No, we're field. strong, upstanding citizens of the community. Yeah. I am who I am. I'm a shallowy at heart. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> oh man. Um, so Ethan, it is currently January the 24th. This episode comes out on the 29th, and um, it's our birth week. Okay. You yeah. Say. I, I, at first, I was like, my birth, our birthdays are in September, but you are right. Like this the royal we, the royal the hour. Royal, yeah. The exactly. Grunge Bible. The Grunge Bible page turns eight years old on February second. Um. So I just wanted to uh, wish you. That's right. A happy still birthday. January. It's still January. So I didn't. I. I, I was a little yeah. slow, but you're right. February is this that is the time. time to do it. Wow. Happy birthday, Chris. Thanks, man. Happy birthday. Eight years old. That's old enough for a cigarette, right? Yeah, I think so. We've been old enough for a cigarette for some time now, at, le- at least <laughs> since four. Uh, one of my favorite funny meme. It was like it was like uh, a household setting, and the kid was wearing shorts and it looked like he was going outside. And there was a dad, and it was like, "It's like don't go. It's like don't be going outside in the cold, and you're just your shorts. Make sure you take out a cigarette to w- keep yourself warm." <laughs> <laughs> There's like that one of um. The caption is like, uh, I can't smoke with my kids in the car. And it's a, it's a guy sitting behind the wheel smoking a cig while a kid is standing outside in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, you have yeah, to wow. do eight, what you have eight, to do. You have to do. Eight years old. Um, that's pretty awesome. Time flies. That is, yeah. that is really something, you know. That's a long time. Yeah, some things last a long time. Some things last a long time. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot recently. I talked to to you about it. I brought up to my brother and, you know, body of work and the idea of like, or the lifetime achievement award that people get when they've just been in something for so long. And it's not just doing like checking in and checking out. It's kind of like expanding yourself throughout the years, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you just do a job, like, you know, your body of work is checking in, checking out. That's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like, you know, you're in something and you're, you're going to events and you're, you're going building. to, you're building yourself. Yeah. And you're kind of, you're doing things on the fringes of whatever field you're in to kind of expand it. And, uh, I feel like the body of work we're creating, um, and have created is exactly that. It's something to be, pr- be proud of. And, um, I hope to do that in a lot of aspects of my life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, we, we had a really good conversation last week about that. And I think so much of it is like, you know, what you can leave for other people and, and can you take an environment and, and contribute to it in a way that it's better, you know, after your contributions are made. And, and I, I like to think, you know, we try to do that in our daily lives. And, and I think we've done that through the page and we've done that through the podcast. I mean, the podcast will turn three uh, years old here in a few short weeks uh, at the beginning of March. So that's another thing I think to be proud of. And that's another body of work that, you know, we've been chipping away at for some time now. Yeah. And you bring it up uh, every so often, like if we keep at this and all of a sudden 20 years passes by, you know, who knows what type of position we could be in because yeah. of because of the war of attrition that we have. But uh, and it is an interesting thing, thing to think about. And you know when it starts with? It starts with episode 149 of the Grandfather podcast. Absolutely. It which is what's on week. deck. So we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. We're going to do our normal thing. This day in music, we have some a Q&A that was posted. We got some great questions from the people. And we're going to kind of go through there and see what we have, see what the people are wondering. And uh, we'll do songs of the week, and we're going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, something 
I don't know. It, you know, it's a Friday beers without the beers, you know? So oh, yeah. It's a, this is a hump day episode, a Wednesday hump day. Mm-hmm, totally. But before we do that, we do have some people that I would like to thank and, and you would like to thank as well. And Grunge Bible Enterprises as a whole would like to thank. And those are- Drew our, as well. And Drew would like to thank, especially because they pay Drew, because we don't pay Drew. Our, our Patreon supporters do. But furthermore, yeah. um, anybody who listens to the show- Drew should like be the thank. one reading the- Yeah, we should really just- names. Yeah, we should, we should make And we him, should just like insert- yeah, that'll be it. for next. That'll be for next week. Oh yeah, we're totally gonna do that. But yeah, massive thanks goes out to anybody who is, uh, you know, we're talking about body of work here, and and and, and it's the people that that help us out and that listen to us and contribute uh, to various things that we do financially uh, that allow us to continue, you know, chipping away and adding to this body of work. Um, I just realized that chipping away and adding are opposite of one another but you know there's a lot of dichotomies in this world so we're Dichotomy chipping away by man. adding we're <laughs> we're adding by subtracting here addition um, by subtraction so thank you to anybody who has purchased merch over the years uh who has maybe shared this show with a friend and in special thanks to everybody who is a member uh, of the Grunge Bible Patreon, uh, we have those three levels, $2, $5, and $10 per month um, that allow us to continue to chip away by adding to our body of work here. <laughs> um, and I'd like to thank the top tier. Uh, they selflessly put themselves out onto the field of battle every month and give us $10 um, a piece to make this show possible. And I'd like to read their names as we have done uh, for 149 weeks here. Uh, and their names, excuse me, uh, Oh man, I got the hiccup out of the way first. Uh, their names are Mike McCready's mustache, King Buzzo stole my hair, Sherry Matthews, Seattle Four fanboy from New Jersey, Rachel Corning, pile of punk, what the fuck is up, Denny's, Keith White, Chris LSMS, Lauren Irene, Millie, Nikki Six, Carlene Salona, Jamie Lynn, Jade Mercado, Granny Grunge, Eric R. Berry, Epona, Faith Bittner, Fuck Soup, Gochu John, Eddie Vedder got me through my second divorce, Down in the Hole, Flat Out Fucked, Doug Andy, D Boat, Alex Long, Alexa Shannon, Black Hole Sean, the Blue Owl and Kara Kay. So thank you to all of those individuals for your continued support and interest in this show. Um, not only are they the biggest supporters, but I think undoubtedly they're the most invested in this show. And it's great bantering back and forth, whether it's on the Grunge Bible direct messages, whether it's email or whether it's over on Patreon. Um, I love getting messages and, and sending messages to those people. And it's cool to you know, have some kind of inner circle members of this community. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. And if you'd like to join that, check the show notes, message us, figure out a way, find it. Yeah. You can do it. We'll help you. Yeah. We can't do it all for you, though. You have to take the initiative. Yeah. We will lead you to the water, though. And All we uh, can now, do is talk. All we can do is talk. That's like the quote, um, those who can do, those who can't do, teach, and those who can't do or teach, talk. And we're talking. <laughs> yeah it's perfect um all right should we get right. any questions questions of the week questions well, we and should answers get into of this week. day in the week first, <laughs> yeah this right? day in the in the music history all right uh at this first one i i believe a little bit outside of what we usually do so <laughs> Um, Chris, go ahead and uh, let's the oldest man on the birthday <laughs> well, list. This episode's today. coming out on January 29th, and I would like to give a warm happy birthday to the great Tom Selleck, born on this day in 1946. That's amazing. <laughs> One of the great mustaches in, in recorded history, I would say, modern history for sure. Right, right. It's a different ball game when you go back to Western Civ and all that. And right. 
Yeah, so Tom Selleck, Magnum PI, correct? I, I think so, right? Yeah, I think he was the lead <laughs> investigator in Magnum PI. He was that's Magnum huge. or whatever. So this is a <laughs> this is huge. This yeah, is really that's really big. big. How, how could you have a bad day on Tom Selleck's birthday? I don't know if it's possible. You can't. You really can't. Unless you're being investigated by him, <laughs> by Magnum PI himself. <laughs> that's crazy. So he's going to be what 77? 70, 78. Quick, quick math, seventy eight. Yeah, I guess so. Pretty incredible. Well, it's not, I guess so. It's just math. <laughs> it is or it isn't. Maybe. We don't know for sure. If my math is correct. <laughs> All right. In 1949, Tommy Ramone was born, the Ramones drummer. Can't believe that the, the 40s it seems like a long way. So the fact that the Ramones are, were born in the 40s, at least Tommy was, is uh, that's a long time. Yeah. Seems like last a long time. Yeah, it's a, you forget how old some of these bands are now that we're in the 2020s of the of this yeah. life. And we're, and we're getting pretty well into the 2020s now. I mean, it's it's been a while halfway. since they've begun. We're almost halfway, which is really bizarre. So happy birthday to Tommy Ramone. Moving up to 1954, once again, uh, you know, it's always great when we can kind of touch on people uh, and people's birthdays who are really at like the epicenter of the grunge movement. Uh, and on this day in 1954, Oprah Winfrey was born, obviously very, very integral uh, in kind of the early days. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we, we we talked with Scott Crane about what was going on on Bainbridge Island. And, you know, Oprah there, you know, she was more of a downtown Seattle at the, you know, the early club stage, really I think championing she all those her- bands. I think she gave Kurt Cobain his first guitar. I think so. So that's, that's very, very worthy uh, representation here in the birthday zone of episode 149 on January 29th. So happy birthday, Oprah. Moving on. 1961, Eddie Jackson, not to be mistaken with the uh, American chef, personal chef who played football, but the Queen, <laughs> Queensryche, their bassist, Eddie Jackson, was born in 1961. It's absolutely fantastic. One more birthday on deck here on January 29th, 1982. Adam Lambert was born. So happy birthday to Adam. The one-time American Idol heartthrob, I believe, now turned uh, frontman of Queen. Oh, yeah, that was a big deal. I remember watching American Idol back in the day. It was kind of before, it was before, like, uh, weekly television was flooded mm. with streaming and flooded, you know, people watched American Idol, uh, Survivor, Lost. Yeah. And uh, my family did as well. So I remember yeah. Adam Lambert, what a talent. Those you were know, the, like, could, you had Adam Lambert, anything. David Archuleta, Chris Daughtry, um, Daughtry David dude. Cook. David Cook was in there too. So I, I used to never watch American Idol until around this time. My middle school crush loved American Idol. So naturally, because I needed things to talk to her about, um, I began watching. I began watching American Idol right around the time that Adam Lambert was on it. So, the things we yeah. do for the people that we're showing affection towards, yeah. unrequited, of course. It was a it was a big deal. It was American a big Idol deal. It was, that was big television. Yeah, it was big time. I mean, I definitely look back fondly on you know looking forward to day, nights of the week that had certain television shows mm-hmm. on. So you don't you find th- that as much in the world these days. You really don't. If you think about it, like back then, like the mid to late two thousands, American Idol was really, uh, in a lot of ways, the Grunge Bible podcast of its day. <laughs> Highly anticipated weekly event. Uh, right. Thousands and millions across the world tune into and talk Trying about. Trying to find out. Find out the newest, hottest singer. Yeah. Exactly. I see it. I see the parallels. 100%. All right. So now we have some other things that happened in music history. 
1962, Peter, Paul, and Mary signed with the Warner Brother Records. Massive movement right there. Uh, <laughs> Massive. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Massive. Oh, man, it's so so big was um now chris you went and pulled the notes for this one uh was there was it was there a lot of good stuff did no you, did there you was think... fucking nothing for this yes. day there was some beatles shit that i left out there was some other yeah. stuff that i didn't know who they were talking about um so i just kind of you know i kind of struck you know struck at the crux of this um so you know we've That's got peter, peter paul and mary signing on with warner brothers in 62 and then in 72 on this day we had david bowie performing as ziggy stardust for the first time uh in bowie's career so that's a very notable event obviously bowie very captivating musician and artist uh of his day and continued mm -hmm. for the rest of his life and still is quite captivating so notable event on this day in 72. bowie gets a lot of action on the uh uh this day in music i feel oh, like oh yeah once again like very very well documented i right. think all, all up there with you know with, with with the members of the beatles for sure but we, we don't talk about that here yeah <laughs> all right moving to 1989 billy joel performs the national anthem at super bowl 23 23 that's that's a long time ago i mean yeah. 89 i mean there were super well, bowls this, back this then super bowl and they needed be, performers is this super bowl going to be 57 58 uh, or 59 my, i don't even know my math is correct <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I believe too much so. math for me yeah i'm looking at the roman numerals and you know yeah it's it's too much it's too much to comprehend here um although ethan um at this time we are recording this in advance of the uh afc and nfc championships which will be occurring this weekend but the podcast will come out after conference champions are crowned i know you're pulling for your chiefs uh, against mm -hmm. the baltimore ravens do you have a pick for the lions and uh 49ers game i do i'm i'm picking the lions me too uh mainly because uh one of my good friends logan Breyer, he is a diehard lions fan um, lives in Detroit now, works for uh, the organizations, believe it or not, uh, some of the medical providers for the teams. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, and he went to the first playoff game. He, I told him he had to, so he went to the first playoff game. Oh, yeah. And, Chris, I did call him. I called him. Uh, it was actually yesterday, so I wasn't on Victory Monday, but I wanted to because we both make the, the championship games. And I was like, we were, we were talking about it, and uh, he was like, get this. He's like, the Lions, <laughs> the Lions organization – and like you know the team they they're having a watch party for the championship game and they said that the tickets were like 10 to 12 bucks for the stadium and they said it sold out in uh like 12 hours okay so they're they're doing it at ford field so they're gonna have yeah. like 65 70 000 people there huh yeah so then that's logan's awesome like, <laughs> logan was like so just picture picture a full football stadium to watch a game and no one's gonna be on the field <laughs> playing <laughs> He's teams they have sold, done that before they and it's, sold out it's an awesome. entire they sold out an entire stadium and there's no one going to be playing on the field i just imagine somebody like, going to be high and be like where are all the people <laughs> yeah, where are they they'll be looking at the field be like wow like the lions are late where the hell where's brock purdy where are the niners i can't believe be this ticket room. was so cheap like where oh, yeah. is everybody the deal of a lifetime the nfc championship game the lions first time since like 91 being in the game like and, I love, uh, I do love the idea up. of a of a watch party, but it is so funny to think about a packed out stadium for an event that's happening somewhere else. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's like it's like the sports version of a lot. No, it's not even the sports. It's the sports version of 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 just like not even a live podcast, but just playing the podcast over the PA. <laughs> a live, it's made as a live stream, but like you're not doing it in your like. 
Are they going to still have to buy $15 beers? Absolutely. Yeah. Why do you think they're doing it? It's not (laughs) altruistic. It's not to rally a long suffering fan base. It's to make money. I mean, they made a million dollars off of sales and they're not even holding the game. (laughs) It's amazing. Stonks. (laughs) Yeah. Big stonks. (laughs) Big stonks. It's crazy. That's amazing. We've got one more event on this day uh, in music history. And this is something that is is almost as important as Tom Selleck's (laughs) birthday. Uh, On this day in 1996, Garth Brooks, the uh, country music uh, superstar, apparently refused to accept his American Music Award for favorite overall artist, Brooks Apparently. went on to say that he was declining this award because Hootie and the Blowfish had done more for music that year than he did. And I, fu- I fucking love that. <laughs> what? Talk about a martyr laying down his life. <laughs> so did, did, did he give it to Hootie? That's the thing. I don't know. Because like uh, on, on the books, <laughs> Garth Mr. Brooks Hootie? still won, right? I, well, I don't know. You said we apparently. Got, we got, so. We've got to look deeper into this. That's amazing. The, the, the award is still sitting there. Or may, yeah. maybe it was claimed. I that hope that he like, doesn't have it if he, if he really meant that. I, I, love, I love declining awards. And there was one that was really funny that happened, I think, last year or two years ago, um, sports related. So yeah. um, David Fries, who was a um, pretty important uh, baseball player for the St. Louis Cardinals, he, had, he basically like single-handedly won them in the World Series in 2011 and went on to have a few good years with the Cardinals. Um, but like his legend was really born in that postseason. Like he hit a game tying home run or a game tying triple or something. And then he won the game later on to force game seven and they end up winning game seven in pretty dramatic fashion. He preemptively declined induction into the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, I believe before he was even elected. Um, and no, like, I think it was about, after. Was it after? And he was like, I yeah. can't do this. That's why it was so dumb because he let everybody You're vote. You're already in. <laughs> he let everybody vote and then he declined it. And it's like, uh, it was kind of, I, I hated that. I, I, I didn't like, I didn't like it either. But I love like, Garth okay, Brooks. He didn't want to, yeah, <laughs> but Garth, Garth, Garth that's different. That's different, different because he said Hootie. somebody else was, someone else was more approving right. and more, and, and it is Hootie. But like, if you play for an organization for so long, like. I mean, I you, you won him a World just, Series. Yeah, I just, I don't understand. I mean, I got to look back and see why he said it, but I don't understand why. It it was something to the effect of he didn't want to overshadow his teammates that also contributed to the title. But I mean, it's one of those things that, I mean, if if, if Freeze didn't have those two at-bats, I mean, they they don't win the title. They were down to their last out um, against the Rangers that year, so... Uh, I don't know. And it's not like he's like, hey, like, it's not me. You should induct somebody else like like Garth Brooks did. You know, it's all about Hootie. He was just like, I don't want to be a part of it. I don't know. I didn't, like I said, I, he waited. I appreciate he, that. He could have said it before, but he waited until it was brought up. So he got the recognition. Like he mm-hmm. got everything. Which, and he could have done it privately, too. Yes. And and like everybody knows that like once once it's announced, I mean, that's as far as most people are going to go. They're going to read the headline and see. So we saw that he was inducted to the Hall of Fame. There was bigger buzz about him declining, I think, than there would have been yeah. if he had just gone, you know, and gotten honored on the field that day and got his plaque. Which is what he didn't want was a big up, you know, he didn't want it to make a scene, but then he made yeah. a big scene. So whatever. Speaking of Halls of Fame, Ethan, um, are you a member of any sort of halls of fame slash do you believe that you might be? I know um, like a lot of high schools will have athletic halls of fame. Yeah. Um, you're, you're not in, you're not in Boyer towns, are you? As far as I know, I am not. <laughs> and if, if they ask, I'm going to decline. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't, I don't think I am. Uh, 
I don't know if it's a goal of mine to do something to be you right. know recognized. I want to be forgotten. I don't want any part of that. Yeah. I just yeah, I don't I don't I don't, I'm definitely not involved or in, inducted into it, but yeah. It would be cool. I mm. mean, but it's always it's you know, it's giving your flowers after somebody's gone. You're like Kentucky too. I mean, I remember last year the Kentucky track had posted me and it was like the first time, mm-hmm. you know, since I was on the team that they may sure. have posted something. Mm-hmm. And I was like why are you posting me now? You know what I mean? Now it's like, I don't even, you know, where, where have you guys been the last five years? I could use right. some support. You can't so, catch lightning in a bottle after the storm has already passed. They just, they just want, they want their name, your name attached to them when you're doing well, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. When the, when the stonks are high. Yeah, exactly. Yep. They're trying to buy. Oh yeah. So, so that's, no, that's... are you a part of any hall of fame? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I also, I don't think like you've like, I can say it, with it, certainty. If Boyertown's got one, like there's probably a good chance that like you'll get in at some point, um, especially you know with where your career has taken you. But there's there's nothing that I've done that, that could um, <laughs> that, that could that could uh, grant me uh, admittance uh, to any sort of Hall of Fame, which I'm I'm good with. I don't I don't want to be in. Yeah. It would be cool to have a jersey and a rafter somewhere. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> like. I don't think they do that, but like, and, and track they jerseys could. don't have names, but they could. But you could, yeah. you could be like, Hey, like I'm only accepting this if, if you put my Jersey up. Now that we said that, that's definitely how I'm, I'm going to be like, that's great. Yeah. Um, I want my, I wanted my Jersey somewhere. Right on. Yeah. That would be sick. Absolutely. So Ethan, we said short and sweet. We're 25 minutes in by my count. Um, so that's let's how say, these episodes go. Q and a, this is, this is, this is the people's time. You know, it's this banter. isn't about it's us. All ban- it's all exactly. banter. Banter's good. So we got a lot of questions, Ethan. Um, so I did my best to kind of break them up um, because I, I led with the question on the Instagram page, kind of like speaking about the fact that the page was turning eight. So any questions that they had about that or us or music or anything at all uh, to fire away. And we got a lot of questions that were related to the page itself. Um, we got a fair amount of questions that were related to the podcast. Um, obviously your token music questions, but we also got a good amount of miscellaneous questions, which I know that we like. Um, so I'm going to give you first pick in the draft of this list uh, mm. of questions. You can pick your category and you could pick your question and we'll get rolling from there. Okay. I am going to, I think I'm going to, this is tough. There's a lot of questions. here. Yeah, it, it is. It is challenging. And I, I always have the, like, the internal debate of like, should we just like knock out one section and get through it and then move to the other one? And like, we can't answer every question though. We'd be here all night. Yeah, we couldn't. We had to decide. I mean, I don't have anything planned for tonight, so we could go as long as we want. I don't have anything planned either. Should we? The only thing is I only have one more Zen and that's, let me, let me, let me send you some. I got, yeah. I can got, you download me some Zen? Yeah. <laughs> we're talking, Zen. we were talking Briar because obviously, um, I think one of our best memories, and this is the one I was kind of, I was going to talk about out of the eight years running the page, what are some of the best memories you've had? And I think um, something I probably will, I hope to remember for a long time is when we had Patrick Warburton and Scott Crane on and we were bantering in the beginning and Patrick pulls out a Zen can and it was like, you know, it was like if your parents were like, hey, do you want, you want to have a sip of this beer or something like mm-hmm. that? They're like, like the first time you. your dad gives you a beer. Yeah, like, and he maybe doesn't think you drink, but you're like, I've, you know, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like that because all of a sudden it was like, oh wait, Patrick is doing some zen. I was like, I got mine right here, and then all Scott of a was sudden, like, I can't help my hand from reaching into my pocket. <laughs> Scott pulls out his. All of a sudden, we all have him up, and we all threw in a zen together, and um, that was really cool because um, we're just guys, guys being dudes in that moment and uh, recording a podcast. And I thought it was pretty sweet. 
So that was, that'll be a really good memory. Um, but yeah, I only have one left and I, I, I like having one in the morning. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to leave the house. So, right. you know, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll, <laughs> when, when, we're, when we're tired, we'll, we'll call it. Yeah. How about you, Chris? So we're talking about memories from the page. So the best memories, um, man, that's, that's tough. I, I, I think it's, I think of the page and the podcast kind of at the same time. And, and the podcast has certainly, I think, been the most fulfilling thing for me. Um, so it happens often, but I think I'll look back. The, that feeling that we get like in the middle of an episode when we're having a really good conversation, often with a guest. Um, and, you know, it happens a lot of times that we'll look at one another on camera and just give each other that look that like, hey, this this is a good episode and this is a really good conversation. Um, and it just kind of reinvigorates and 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 makes clear once again the reason that we do this um you know so i can think back to some of those particular moments that we've had just one-on-one -on -one, the two of us um and also with guests and most recently i think that episode with with patrick and scott um other than that you know some of the memories that we've had going to shows um that we probably wouldn't have gone to otherwise um having conversations with people meeting people and, and just developing relationships that we wouldn't have had those are the things that you know i look back on most fondly um, also, you know, the, the free stuff that we've gotten is cool. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's true. It's yeah. true. We do love free stuff if you're out there. We do. We'll do a, We'll do a shameless plug plug. Yeah. Send, send us, us your, a log send us of Zin. shirts, Zin, um, vinyl. We love getting vinyl, uh, any mm -hmm. of that stuff. You know, we, we accept any of those things. Um, any other memories? I'm trying to think of, I mean, I'm really similar to you in, um, all the memories of, Think events that brought us together through the page are always really another fun. memory that I have in uh in twenty. <laughs> <Go in, for laughs> I have a story to tell. It's my turn. Um, I have a story. <laughs> it's my story. <laughs> tell it. It's um, really cool because I'm in it. Yeah. Um. It was August of 2018. <laughs> that first really good in-person brainstorming session that we had for grunge bible it was at gaslight coffee roasters in chicago illinois the morning what after a great the, name yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've taken so we'll be we spoke about the relationships earlier i don't know you'll have to ask my my ex ex-partners if 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 i really deserve to be at the gaslight coffee roasters <laughs> i hope not um and that was that was before like gaslighting really made its way it into the popular vernacular. So we were on yeah. the cutting edge. And there's a picture yeah. of you so took of they. me. <laughs> there's a picture you took of me like right outside of gaslight coffee roasters. I have it posted on my Instagram. But that that memory I'll always think of because like I don't I really do think like if we didn't go to Chicago that weekend and we didn't go that morning and sit down and like get into the nitty gritty of like what we wanted grunge Bible to be. Um, I don't think we would have still been doing it. I don't think we would have done the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a whole lot of conversations and relationships that we would have missed out on. So that's one for me that I think is one of the more pivotal moments aside yeah. from the creation of the page. Yeah. That was the first time that we talked to Chris Cafaro on the phone. Mm -hmm. He was the first person that I, we talked to through the page that yeah. felt, you know, felt it make sense of, but we, we kind of yeah. realized the reason that we were doing this that was that was a, a really cool really cool time that's a great uh profile picture for a dating app <laughs> Gaslight, <laughs> yeah. in front of gaslight gums. yeah seriously i'm I'm off, I'm off the app so uh you know right. but that's what it was and that's how it worked <laughs> exactly 
Man, that's a good one. Uh, I'll pick one now. Uh, this is an easy softball. A uh, question was asked, what was Grunge Bible's first post? And lucky for those who are interested, it is the one pinned post that we have on, on the Grunge Bible Instagram page from February 2nd, 2016. And it was the perfect um, it was the perfect uh, first post, I would say. And it was the perfect announcement. It was an Eddie Vedder quote. It was a picture of Cobain, Staley, Cornell, and Vedder. Um, I just want to read the quote because it really goes back to, you know, a lot of this origin that we had. Um, it's amazing Ed, because we didn't know what we were getting into, but it's perfect. We had known then what we know now. And the first post, it was Nettie Vetter quote. Nettie said, I think music is the greatest art form that exists. And I think people listen to music for different reasons and it serves different purposes. Some of it is background music and some of it is things that might affect a person's day, if not their life or change an attitude. The best songs are the ones that make you feel something. And then we went on to say, welcome to Grunge Bible. This page is dedicated to those reluctant few who have changed music in the lives of many through their work. Talk about consistency, man, and building something say. and like a body Holy of work. Shit. We've never strayed from that. No, we haven't. That's It's so cool. I love that it's our only pinned one, pinned post. What do you think about pinned posts, by the way? Um, I... I I don't really like them that much, to be honest, because it just confuses me when I go to stalk right. somebody's Instagram page. Uh, but that there's there's some that serve a purpose, and obviously, I think this one serves a purpose. So I'll, I'll oh, yeah. shit on think everybody about else's pin post, but mine is good. <laughs> well, I mean, the first post makes sense. It deserves to be pinned because I mean, it was no a good first post. And who's gonna who can who can scroll? I don't think that the phone can keep up with the scrolling. People used to, uh, before it was pinned, before you could pin stuff, like I had that post saved and I would go right. back and look and people would scroll back and they'd comment, be like, I, I got, I made it, you know, I made it to the, to the bottom, <laughs> yeah. but now because it's pinned, there's so many comments on it because people will find it easily on the profile. But, uh, yeah. there were some people that, that were scrolling all the way down, you know, over thousands of posts to find that sucker. So, um, I'm glad they don't have to do that anymore. And I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> well, if it's saved we could unpin it and then repin it. Sometime. That's true. I'm too <laughs> like nervous Easter to egg. do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we lose it forever. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Um, one of them is, will you make more genre Bibles if the page hits 1 million? Fuck that's no. A, that's a funny question. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is definitely no. We thought about it. There was There was definitely a time where it was like we could do rap bible we could do country you could do country bible like if we get some if we find people out there that are really you know passionate about ska they could do the same ska thing bible. but with ska bible like mm -hmm. you know and but the thing is it wouldn't have i mean it would be different right it, if somebody else was there would be no way to, for us to do another genre it just wouldn't work. I mean, it would work, like you know, if we didn't do this and we just picked With the another two of genre. Us, it wouldn't work though. Not not at this point. I'm yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we could do like a Midwest emo maybe. Like if yeah. that would have been what we chose right. in 2016. Yeah. Like we could have the same thing. I wonder what that would look like. That'd I I couldn't, man. I we my hands are full. No, no, no. I'm 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 saying like now retro. Like we could not do it now. But at that time, Back if then, yeah. if if another genre of music spoke to us. You know, I think we could have. Well, we used, we used to do porch radio, which was kind of that, right. but um, you know, for the connoisseurs out there that might remember it. Um, but yeah, I don't think there will be any more uh, genre bibles coming out. And if somebody makes another one, it's not us. So we know there's a lot of uh, impersonators out there. Yeah. So. 
not not they don't go by the name grunge bible they go by something else but yeah exactly we won't get into that no this is a this is a quick one we'll just get out of the way we had a lot of questions uh like is this your full-time job do you make a living off of this is it possible to make a living off of this page and then somebody just flat out said that we deserve to make a living off of this um and that's up to you the shameless plug here get over to the patreon support us uh ten dollars at a time or if you would like to you know leave us a generous gift uh, a one-time contribution. We certainly are amenable to that and you can contact us for that. But no, we, we don't, we have full-time jobs. We have lives outside of this. This is just a, uh, a, a part of our life. I would say it's at this point, it's a cornerstone really. Um, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just a, just a piece of the puzzle. It would be really cool to be our oh, yeah. full-time job. That'd be cool. It would be cool if we were supported by the people and we didn't have, uh, I mean, we don't have any paid advertising right. on here which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we keep the Patreon, if the Patreon keeps growing, which, you know, it's been a little bit of a lull right recently. So, yeah, it's been. but if, but if, but well, if it does increase, at the beginning of the year, money's Ethan, money, so. money is tight in January. We all know that. <laughs> all right. Let's just keep, I guess we'll keep going with the first, uh, category. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get through the page ones. We could breeze through the pod ones and then get to the good stuff. What started the Ben Affleck rotten apple posts? Oh man, uh, that's that's really a question for me. I would say, right? I mean, yeah, for sure. the most part. Yeah. So I, I yeah. mean, yeah, you definitely coined it. You have a big Ben Affleck thing. Um, <laughs> I think. Well, I'll, I'll just say what what I think. That that's how the page was moving into posts like that and to things like that. And all of a sudden, you found one. You know, it would be that picture was posted a few times, and we loved it and sent it back and forth. And uh, it kind of fit the theme of of the into the flood again, and kind of mm-hmm. like the post. Um, so, please, yeah. Tell so us. it started. Uh, it started on Tuesdays because um, I've there, there's been some recurring things on Tuesdays every so often that I have to get up like at the ass crack of dawn before the ass crack of dawn for like like two thirty three in the morning. I'd have to get up, and I wouldn't go to bed necessarily early on Monday night for this, these events that have been happening. Um, and you know, you wake up, you're dead tired. And there was one morning where the Ben Affleck, you know, looking very dejected after having just drawn on a cigarette standing outside, uh, was fresh in my camera roll and I posted it. And at the time, I think I had recently listened to Rotten Apple by Allison Chains, and there was something about that beginning baseline uh, that just seamlessly integrated itself with that photo. So I posted it. Uh, the people kind of, kind of realized and, and and dug it and related to it. And then I think the following week, I was like, "Well, like I'm just going to do it again because it's Tuesday." And then I think we were off and running. And it wasn't originally; it wasn't a um, every week type thing. Um, it was more of a break glass in case of emergency. Uh, type post, but now it's it's every week pretty much. We'll we'll get that post out there, and, and people people look for it. People wait, you know. When we skip it, they're like, "Where is it?" Um, people love consistency. On, oh, I mean, yeah. there are pages dedicated to same post like, every same day. Same post every day, exactly. Yeah. So hopefully, like, Grunge Bible never devolves into that. Um, uh, yeah, but you never know. That's a pretty the that's consistency. Pretty people like consistency in their life. So, yeah. uh, let's see. Um, here we go. Let's see. Th- these are kind of the same same question here. Did you think the page would last as long as it did, and how did it get so big? I mean, the answer would be no. We right. didn't expect it to be this big, or I mean, to last this long. And the reason it's gotten so big is because it's lasted this long. Right. I mean, Simple question. It's chicken and egg. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
I, there's, we've talked about it many times. There's, there was no way to predict. There's not, you know, you can't really predict things like this in life. Right. A lot of things. It you wouldn't can't be predict. fun if you could. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It would have been more fun if we planned it and we executed a plan. Would you say? I don't know. It's been more fun just kind of blindly wandering. I think so too. Yeah. That's why you go on adventures, people, because you don't know where mm. you're going to get there and it makes the destination much better. Hell yeah. But yeah, I think it's, it's as big as it is because it's eight years old. Right. I mean, had time to grow. Smoking cigs now. I mean, what's your answer when people ask you, how do you, how do you grow a page, Chris? What do you, um, how do you answer them? You just, how do you get big? You just do it. You just do it. Just takes time. And they're like, oh, like, is it hard? And I always say, and I probably said this to you a thousand times, like you post in the same way that you get up in the morning and you brush your teeth. Just something you do. Just something you do. Exactly. <laughs> it's a part of the ritual. Dude. That's one of my favorite quotes. It's something, it's something I do. Yeah. You can use that for anything. We're rolling along. I feel good about this. We're definitely going to set a new PR for a uh, number of questions answered in the Q&A today. I can feel it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you might be right. I've, we have no idea what that number is. but Right. All right. Uh, it's my turn, I guess. It is your turn. I think that, that pretty much exhausts the good Grunge Bible Instagram page related questions. Yeah, yeah there's kind of... There was one at the bottom because we kind of said like the best memories. There was one question. And it was like the best thing, the worst thing, and the most surprising thing that the pages brought each of you. Um, Kill one, is, fuck one, marry one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking the most surprising ones. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. Um, Surprise. The best thing we kind of answered, uh, it's the same for me as like the most fulfilling and best memories. Um, the worst thing, definitely my screen time. I hate mm. that. We had we talked about that before we went on a couple of weeks ago. It's unescapable. Um, it's yeah, and honest, I don't know. I, I the part of me is like, oh yeah, well, if I wouldn't run Grunge Bible, I wouldn't be on my phone as much, but I, I probably would. Um, yeah. So I might as well be productive and, and and put something out that people would like. So well, maybe that maybe that's the worst thing. The worst thing uh, sometimes. I mean, I've gotten some like pretty bad messages, like uh, mm -hmm. hate hate shit, and like people have threatened me and like threatened my family members, um, which is really stupid. Um, but that, that's probably the worst thing. Do you have a worse thing? It is pretty surprising that that has come up a few yeah. times for sure. More you hear about it all the time on social media and people right. are assholes, but like, yeah. it is weird when you that run, kind of run a page in, that. Yeah. It kind of ties in with like the most surprising thing, uh, mm, that the pages yeah. brought me and just like the interest that people have in it. Um, but also in a weird way, like in us and like in us personally and like what, we do and what our opinions are like i don't really think it matters much um but a lot of those you know the worst things and people sending shitty stuff is because they disagree maybe with something that we've said and like it's surprising to me that it matters that much to, to some people um but i guess we're captivating individuals yeah it's pretty cool um surprising yeah that that, that is surprising i mean you could easily answer this with the same thing that we kind of answered for the best is sure. surprising is in who we've talked to over the years. So trying mm -hmm. to answer it differently. Um, I would say I'm a little surprised that going back to the other question that it's not more, it doesn't play more of a part into the in income of our daily lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that is kind of surprising that right. like, um, it hasn't taken off its sorts and mm -hmm. people always ask you and you say, you know, it's like, it's not that simple. You know, there's ins and outs. There's, this, you know, you right. gotta like, it's not so simple yeah. because it's not. And, uh, so that's a little surprising, but you know, you can, there's a thousand ways that you could 
explain why it's not so right that's why it's surprising yeah absolutely um so that that exhausts the page related uh, we've got some pod related questions ethan if you're jones and to get into those oh i'm jones I'm jones and with curiosity i opened up i i know i can tell we we had a good one on our hands so i opened up the zin the last one and i'm looking at it and i'm oh, wondering yeah. when it's yeah. time to throw it in there so let's get the question out and then it might be time um okay i'm gonna go right to so talking about podcast related um have you ever had a patreon guest as um on the pod slash are you open to having guests on the pod yeah i would do that we've definitely talked about it yeah um we've had i guess no we haven't had any patreon no nobody nobody that's contributed i would totally be open to it we've also uh, it's been requested of us and we've also talked about this. I don't know why we haven't done it. Uh, in addition, our songs of the week, you know, pick one that's submitted by a Patreon member and talk about it and, and mention that that's their specific song of the week. That's something that, that we should totally do. And, and we should probably, now that we're talking about it, I think we should hold ourselves to that and open that up. And however it's much live. interest there is, is however long that, that continues, you know? Yep. It's out there. So now I think we'll do it. And yeah, we've we've definitely talked about it. Honestly, the the biggest thing with that is um, me and Chris. There, there's not like we don't record at the same time ever. I mean, there was a time where we did. We were pretty consistent. Like, let's just do it Monday, whatever. Like, right. we tried to do it at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Give give Drew as much time as he needed to uh, get it turned <laughs> to get around. That episode turned around because <laughs> yeah, Drew is just so diligent on getting it back. He is. Um, <clears throat> thank you, Drew. But yeah, so it's, I mean, scheduling and, and trying to just find time and anytime you add a third cog in the wheel yeah. makes it that much more difficult. So mm-hmm. I think that's usually like, you know, we, and we don't bank them as much as we should. So it's like, we got to right. get this episode up now. Like yeah. we can't really ask It takes for some of the fun, fun out of it though, when we bank it. Like it's, it's very fun because the last couple of weeks we've recorded on Sunday and it comes out Monday. It, it, it feels, it's more fun for me to do it as real timey as we can. Yeah. Um, so that's that's something that's a that's a barrier to it, but I suppose it's no different than scheduling guests, which we're going to be better about this year, and we've we've already been better about it. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll might post something on the Patreon and see what the interest is, like uh, Patreon supporters in general. I'm in. Um, yeah, I'm in, I'm in too. Um, next question here. I'm going to combine two of them because they're very similar. Um, what? Who is your dream guest on the pod, and why is it Jerry Cantrell? Uh, and there was another question: What living grunge artist would would be your holy grail interview? And Jerry can't. Jerry's Jerry's a great pick. Um, I think my mind goes to Jerry, obviously Dave Grohl for obvious reasons. Um, I think mm-hmm. Kim Kim Thile from Soundgarden. Kim Mitchell, yeah. Kim Mitchell, absolutely. Um, Eddie, of course. Yeah. So those would be those would probably be my my picks. Yeah, we definitely talked about Dave Grohl being mm-hmm. um, being the Holy Grail, but I do think that Jerry would like. When I look at it, look for an interview, like I want it to be really casual. I want I want the conversation to flow. Yeah, and Dave would definitely be that, but like Dave is massive, so like you're gonna have a little, it's gonna be a little starstruck. That was the nice part about Patrick was he was so big, but it was like we're just having a conversation. Yeah, and so I feel like. And it's probably same with Eddie. Like it would be like talking to an angel in a way. Yeah. And it, would, it may be like, who knows what the flow would be like. But I feel like Jerry, we, like he would just, he would really enjoy talking with us, talk mm-hmm. with us. And we would have that really wholesome conversation. And me and Chris would get, definitely give that look to each other. Be like, yeah. we're sending this to everybody. That would be after, one like, of the memories. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I'd post that about, post about that on my personal page, which is a, a big barrier. 
<laughs> Once you cross that, you know it's big. Yeah, so I think Jerry Cantrell is is he is the holy grail. Let's yeah. let's just leave it at that. Yeah, that's that's really good. All right. Um ba, 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 ba. let's see. I think there's two more in the in the podcast. <laughs> I guess this is uh this fits in right there with the pause. Will you ever run out of things to talk about on the pod? Whenever we think we do, something always pops up. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely no shortage of, I mean, we've done, if you do album by album and you could, you could pick, there's so many albums that we could talk about that there's definitely plenty of stuff to talk about. But at the same time, it always feels like, what are, what the hell are we going to talk about? Yeah. Cause it's also, it's not just what is there to talk about. It's what do we want to talk about and and what do we yeah. feel comfortable what can we talk knowing about? enough to talk about? Because there's definitely been episodes, Ethan, where we've maybe gotten into a topic um, or we've been a little over ambitious over our head. Yeah. And we are in over our heads and I'm, I'm sure if, if you've listened to, to the show, there's, there's definitely episodes that are kind of duds like that, but um, that comes with the territory because we're not experts. We're just, we're just two, two really good friends and, and two guys, you know, guys being yeah. dudes. Yeah. Sometimes um, this day in music, people come up and we don't have much to say yeah. about them. I made a and couple I don't of omissions do an today. Cause I was like, <laughs> It's just really uncomfortable or it's like, it's this person's birthday today. So they yep. were a person and they're doing stuff. I can only birthday. say I haven't listened to the band very much. I can only lie so many times and say that I'll have to check them out and I'll throw it on. I know a pod. lot of people like them. They're yeah. kind of the musician's band. Yeah, like, exactly. I did not listen to any in excess after last week, for example, <laughs> and, and I'm not gonna. So we're just gonna, we just gotta be honest about that. So honesty is the best policy. It's like what Mark Twain said. If you're honest, the honest man has nothing to remember because it's just whatever's happened. Oh man, this is a good one. I didn't even realize this. this I think I know Chris. what you're reading. Yeah, this is the last one in the pod. Has, related. has the this check is, come due? This is, this is, I'm, I Cause you remember it. this happening, right? I don't remember what pod we talked about it, but I know obviously we talked about it. I would love to, I would love it to listen It was in the back. first 10. This is great. Someone posted and asked, are you going to do a grunge Bible cover of wood? Since you reached a hundred, uh, 500,000 followers on Insta, you said you would in an earlier episode. And this is true. We did. We did it. We did in fact say if we reach 500 K, there's a few other caveats. There were two conditions. Okay. There were two conditions. Number one was if we reached 500,000 followers on Instagram or right. if we ever charted, um, and I remember at the time we had a discussion because I threw that out and we were like, well, we'll chart it on what and charted where, and we yeah. didn't come to a set, um, any parameters for like what that meant. So like we have charted, like we, we have we, charted, we've charted, we've been, we've been top five music podcasts in the States, uh, for a period of time, um, which is really cool. Um, but I don't know if that qualifies, but there's no right. ambiguity about 500,000 followers. We're at 585 now. Um, <laughs> So, so <laughs> the, I think it's time we have to we have to pay this. Yeah, we have to write this check. Because there great. was a time, and I might be like digging the hole deeper, but if I remember right, and I'll try to dig up dig this up, we, um, yeah. and post it somewhere. Um, but I think we said like, fuck it, if we get to five hundred, like we'll splurge and we'll go into a fucking Recording studio. studio. And, <laughs> I remember. And record, I remember. I remember. So we might not do that, but we might have to garage band something, and and we could we could harmonize. <laughs> We can we can get this done. I remember I remember saying that we go to recording studio. Um, 
if yeah, someone I finances think... that, like if if the if you guys want to hear that and you and we want to you want to donate to do that, we'll use the money for that. Well, the and the reason we need money is because we're gonna fly to L.A. Okay, okay. <laughs> and because Drew Drew is a producer, obviously. Yeah. So and he we have Tim Tim Sonnefeld. We had him on, so we're gonna go to Red Star, and we're gonna record. Um, I don't know if we could do the whole song. I don't <laughs> we know. have to. If we're flying out there, we got to do the whole damn song. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this something that you would do, Chris? Um, cost benefit, man. If it doesn't, <laughs> if it doesn't cost, a lot, but we're going out to LA in September, anyways. Uh, we've right. got a lot of business that we need to do out there. I, I would do it on the one condition that I'm sufficiently intoxicated enough prior. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. We're definitely going to be intoxicated. We all the stops but, for this, if you, you understand. Uh, okay. I'm going to say it. You guys have my word. I would love to do this. This sounds really fun. Like uh, we've been, I've been talking about creating stuff that we can We've got back. eight months to figure this out. Yeah. And yeah, you guys give us, give, I mean, we've already like, you know, we're almost a hundred grand past the uh, time that we should have did this. So what's a few more months, but like, I would love to do this. I think that creating this and having this will be so fun to look back hilarious. on it. And then point. we can post it every Monday and make people hate us. Oh, I don't know if we're going to post it every Monday. It depends no. how it turns out. <laughs> we kiss that Jerry Cantrell interview goodbye if we post this. Um, do we have to play? I, I would love to you know, potentially play drums. Would you play guitar to it? I couldn't fucking play wood. <laughs> Although I, I do have to say, if I spent the next eight months learning, that would get us canceled. Yeah, if I spent the next eight months learning, I could probably suffer through it. Not to the standard of like Red Star recording, like it would suck, right? It like yeah, you know, I would have to. Oh man, that would be tough. But we're talking Drew, about it now, Drew. If you're listening, um, we need which you to you have call to Tim. Yeah, which you have to be. So Drew, and and this is a test because we're not going to text him. We're not going to tell him about this. So. If he doesn't get back to us, everybody out there on the podcast, if you guys are listening right now, you guys know that Drew you know, skims our podcast. <laughs> now we love him. But Drew, um, please send a text to Tim. Tell him exactly what happened. That We promised the people that at 500000 we would. And What will uh, it take? We, and yeah, what will it take? Obviously, we're going to shout out Red Star. This is going to be a huge promotional opportunity for Red Star recording. <laughs> it's a huge promotional thing. And we're going to do it up big. And we're going to have, this is going to be so much fun, Chris. We'll do a behind the scenes documentary on the recording day. We will. Like, yes. We're going to have oh, yeah. PD in the studio. We're going to have Leif there. <laughs> Everybody Kavara, there. Kavara, we be like, what the hell? We might get signed and then the podcast will be over because we're on to bigger and better things. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad well, that this is, this uh, is, somebody I mean, kept the receipt for this one. Yeah. I'm putting I, my Zen in for that. Oh yeah. Put the, yeah. The time has come and uh, we're going to see uh, this. It's I'm all, pumped it's up, all, Chris. It's all in producer Drew's hands now. I it mean, is. We're talk, this is, this is, this is producing in the, in the truest sense of the word too. This, and you know what, this, this is also managing because he wants to manage. Exactly. This is your audition. We need you to, yeah. uh, to get us a couple hours and if you could do it you know get it as a favor we'll trade promotional <laughs> like a you know. like a yeah buddy a buddy session or something i mean it's i mean let's be real how many takes are we gonna do right this is a quick it's, in it's and not out. gonna get better it's not like there's a good take within <laughs> yeah. us that we need to we need to you know coax out of ourselves it's it's shit or it's worse what was shit? It vocal integration where you do nine runs and exactly they take the, like, yeah it's and probably we'll not gonna be that one. no there's no way that we're in the studio for longer than an hour no i mean okay we'll probably be in there longer because we'll be having fun but like oh, yeah 
Yeah, that would be hilarious. I, and and honestly, like for for Drew right now, I mean, he wants to manage us. He wants to produce us. This is the truest test because this 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 discussion is probably more or less the midpoint of this episode. Um, yeah. so we're really <laughs> really putting him to the test here, and I love it. I love this a lot. I know. I love ripping Drew too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. So, so this that that was good. That that might he's that the reason be... we don't have any sponsors on this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me take care of it, yeah, guys. Like y'all, y'all wanted to know, y'all wanted to know if we make a living or not. <laughs> we don't, and Drew's the reason. Drew's uh, just trying to keep his job. Yeah, he's just trying oh, to man. hold on and not get furloughed again. Oh, I can just picture him. He's probably he's laughing so hard right now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get a text Sunday night at nine forty five p.m. about this Central Time <laughs> or uh, Pacific Time, exactly. <laughs> and I'll be asleep. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's, that, gold. that's gold. Yep. Yeah. That's gold. That's great. So that exhausts the. Do you uh, have the? the uh, who, what What was the follower that said that? Do you, um, do you that have was that? it was Lindsay Peters. Uh, so shout out Lindsay. You've you've nice. done your homework and um. She's been I, feel, I don't know if you can, but I feel like we need to gift them some sort of a record. Of, of, fly them out to the to the studio session. <laughs> shit. This is getting bigger and bigger, but this is the stuff that we need to do. We need to do stuff like yeah. this. So. And we're saying it in front of an audience. So now like our hands are tied in the best possible way. It's like the third time that we've done something like that this episode. I love exactly. it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're writing, tying our hands. We're writing checks that we may or may not be able to cash. And I wouldn't have it any other way, Ethan. This well, is what the Bible is all about. Yeah. Do we have it? Do we ever say anything for a million? No, we haven't said anything. So we've got, we've got, we might hit a million in 2024, the way things are. Trending. I got it. In 24, you said? Yeah, we might hit it this year, so be careful. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll keep it easy. If we hit a million followers, and I know you're going to be on board for this, we will reenact the Ben Affleck taking a drag of a cigarette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with Ryan Apple. <laughs> yes. I'll I'll do that. I'll do that without the million followers. I know. I'll do it now. But 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 we can't. We can't release it. The people want. It has to be. We have to get to a million. If you want to see Chris drag a cigarette outside of a bar, it has to be because we hit a million. Yeah. Let's dress the same way. Let's get like the blue sweater and the dark. Yeah. We're doing it. We're doing it exactly (laughs) one for one. Oh, like I can picture it. Yeah. Yep. This is gonna be good. I'm. I'm. And if we have any, if there's any other ideas. I am too. If you have any other ideas, you give that as yeah. well. But that what that is gonna that's definitely gonna to be do. something we do for a million. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit easy, a little bit easier to yeah. to figure out. I feel like we have our our um our our like tasks Captain. inverted here. Yeah. Like that should be the five hundred thousand, and the million should be the wood. But hey, we didn't know it at the time in twenty twenty one when we were talking about talking up our asses into the blue snowball mics. Right, and we had and no we, listeners. And yeah, exactly. And we now know more than we knew then. So we know better. We know better that whatever we say is going to happen because that's how the internet works. Exactly. Like I'm not going to say I'm going to move to Thailand and become a jujitsu fighter because all of a sudden the internet will hold me accountable. Accountability is everything. Let's move into the music questions. I think we can probably tidy these up pretty quickly. uh, And then we can get into the miscellaneous, which is, which is my favorite section because it's got nothing to do with music. uh, And I enjoy talking about weird stuff and unexpected and surprising stuff. Um, So Ethan, can you take me higher? I can. (laughs) I can take you higher. Can you take me higher, Chris? (laughs) To a place where blind men see. (laughs) Golden streets? I think so. If you're lucky, if you treat me well. Heck yeah. Um, I think everybody can take each other higher. Yeah. We've all that got should be every, everybody's goal should be to raise each other up. Yeah. Why did hair metal have to die? 
because it fucking sucked. Yep. Somebody has to die for somebody to take its place. Mm-hmm. Next question. Favorite Canadian artist, Ethan? Gord Downey. Kim Mitchell. I knew, I knew you were going to say Kim Mitchell. <laughs> I had to say Kim Mitchell. I'm go- I went for a soda earlier today. Do you play any instruments? Uh, <laughs> well, in eight months, I'm going to know how to play wood <laughs> on guitar. So does that count? Hell yeah. Yeah. You're, and you're a drummer. I'm a drummer. You're a drummer. Among, among other things, like yeah. doing Zen. Oh yeah, I'm a, yeah. That's my that's that's my <laughs> that's my instrument. This is my instrument. What's your drug of choice? <laughs> it's Zen. Did you see it's, that? Uh, um, that Chuck Schumer, the the senator from New York, uh, oh, spoke, yeah. and he's like, "We need to we need to regulate Zen because it's getting kids into into tobacco products and nicotine." Yeah, we were this this was sent into our. We had a group chat with my brother. I I kind of looked it over real quick. I just I didn't see much, but then uh, my my teammate brought it up today and. And I think it's it's ridiculous. I think it's right? fucked. I, it's ridiculous yeah. because there's no tobacco in it. Isn't it, it's already twenty one for for, for nicotine products though, right? Like how yeah, how much more can you regulate it? There's way worse shit on the local news, right? And it's way more way worse shit on Instagram. Yeah, more scarring is, stuff on Instagram. Yeah, you can't take this away. I mean, talk, talk with, about scarring. They've let us have a have a podcast for the last three years. I mean, like how much more scarring do you want? Do they want to get rid of it completely? I don't know. He was just like, we need to regulate it. But like, dude, like, I mean, the States, like, you got to be 21 to, to get it. Like, you can you can be in the, the military at 18. You can vote at 18. Like, if we want to yeah. regulate something, let's, let's regulate that. Yeah. Take away cigarettes. Don't, don't come from it. Don't come. Yeah, I mean, take away cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do don't, it. Don't, 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 don't do that. <laughs> uh, take it back. I take it back. <laughs> Drew, 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 scratch that. Yeah, get rid uh, of that. Produce us. I will. It's just funny because, like, we just got to Zen. You know what I mean? Zen yeah. is like. Like finally, we took out tobacco. It took forever. Like it's funny, you know, Nicorette's been around for a while. We never abused Nicorette. What were we thinking? We had, good, we had, had we had our, for you. yeah, we had tobaccoless, uh, uh, you know, nicotine with Nicorette gum, and it was used to wean people off of smoking. And mm-hmm. we never once abused it. We had it all these years. We had to wait till Zin to came up, and now it's popular. Exactly. Now they're I, trying to take it away. I have a really good story for you, Ethan, and it's my yep. turn to tell my story. Um, <laughs> The first time I ever did Zin, do you know who I was with? I was, no, I don't. I was with Bird, Ian Jones. Oh, that's he awesome. Was, he was visiting me at Iowa State and I had gone to a party um, with Bird and then my girlfriend at the time, the same one that, that forced me into a three-year-long uh, boycott of Pepsi products. Um, nice. And um, I was at a party and there was a, a wrestler there and he pulled out a tin of Zin and I didn't know what it was. I was like, hey, dude, like, well, what is that? He looks at me, he's like, it's candy. I was like, I kind of want some of this. And he gave me my first Zin. And then like 20 minutes later, my, my girlfriend at the time comes up to me. He's like, what's that in your mouth? Well, I said, it's candy. Jeez. And that was she it. She bought it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was candy. So. It was candy. So. I was actually trying to think earlier today when my first Zin was. And um, I can't really recall, sadly. That's tough. <laughs> right? It's tough. I just want to have we, a happy we, memory. We didn't know the gravity of the moment until it became yeah. a memory. Exactly. And we're, we're rolling this episode. I feel really good about this one. This is fun. I was um, literally thinking that too. Like this is a podcast. Yeah. This, <laughs> you know is, a, I mean? this, this yeah. is, this is the podcast. This is two white dudes with a microphone, a piece, <laughs> yeah. not just any microphone, a sure SM7, by the way. Right. Very important. 
Um, yeah. I can't remember if you asked the question or or, or we're just I kind did. of flying through the first yeah. four. We'll roll through them. Um, can you post more modern baseball? Yeah, you can do that. We don't post much, so it shouldn't be yeah, hard, it's, right? It's been a long time since I've posted modern baseball. So Mobo, yeah, we, baby. Mobo, Mobo Bible, man. I love um I love that you put next to it a few people that had um you know requests or who asked the questions and right. Friends pop, of the pod. Is, yeah, Kafaro's in there a few times. One being who's your favorite photographer, which is hilarious because <laughs> It is Chris Caparo, so not the first out. time he's asked us. <laughs> right, not either. the first time. I love it because he knows he's going to get a little plug. Oh yeah, um, good, good, great guy, greatest, but, um, greatest he, photographer. It is he. Yes, is it true you hate grunge but love disco? I mean, I hate grunge, but do I love disco? <laughs> All signs point to yes. <laughs> I'm in. He loves disco. Disco Bible. Um, I don't hate disco. I don't hate I don't hate disco either. I wonder where that I mean, is it true? Is the rumors going are people, out there? Are, yeah, we, are, are people are people talking? Are are people talking? Should we give them something to talk about? Well, we've given them enough to talk about with the impending wood cover. <laughs> yeah. Um that's like a funny we, question. I don't a, I don't listen to disco very often, but maybe no, I, I should. I don't know that I ever listen to disco. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we've got two Pearl Jam related questions to round out the music section. Uh, the first one comes from our buddy Mark Hopkins. Uh, also puts on a great show called At Home with Mark. Uh, he has a lot of really, really captivating and interesting guests on there, uh, least notably of which would be the two of us. We went on his show, I think, last winter. Um, and, and we're definitely past due of, of returning the favor and having him on here. And, and yeah. he's asked about having us on again. Uh, he's a really, really good dude. Hell of a guitar player. Really, really great dude. And a uh, big fan of the band Dawes, uh, which is awesome. Uh, we, we both dig Dawes. And, and Mark asked us, um, which Pearl Jam era do you wish you saw a live show in? And um, I'm just going to, I'll just roll here. My answer has always been like versus era before they fired Dave Abrazis. Um mm -hmm. But lately, I've been really into the Yield era, like with Jack Irons, the tour that they did, the touring that they did with him, like pre-Yield. And then also once Matt Cameron first got into the fold, like late 98, um, they were so, so good back then. And I've just gained a lot of appreciation recently um, for like that era of their music in the catalog, you know, the no codes and the Yields and the binaurals of the world. Um, so I would... I mean, a show from 98 or 2000 or something, or if I could, you know, go to one of the few ones that they did with Jack in, I think, 96, um, that, that might be my answer now. That's a good answer. Kind of um, highlighting the change of drummers yeah. being really, anytime they change drummers and you had a new guy behind the kit, I feel like that would be a really cool time to see see them. Obviously, mm -hmm. anytime they toured with Abrazis, I think it was um, something I would have loved to see back when they were playing 10. Mm -hmm. obviously in the very beginning straight through um but good answer yeah. i like that that's a good one um the final question also pearl jam related if you have kids one day what pearl jam song would you play them hmm Tough. i mean obvious answer would be release but also you know i think that would be depends how old they are when i'm showing them i don't know yeah. they'll probably go over their heads like you only get one first release right you I'd get probably... a bunch of simultaneous releases but only one first release I think um, it's kind of corny, kind of corny. I might show them alive. <laughs> I yeah. might. I mean, alive. You might is, have to. I think I have. I mean, you might have to. I mean, like if it's their first time listening to a song, like I mean, alive was is electric. 
you know, still is, but like first, first listen, the jam, the guitar solo, like there's a reason why, it's why the not? first song that a lot of people know of Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not just, I mean, like, let's not, let's not make something hard. It doesn't have to be. This right. is his first time ever hearing Pearl Jam. Right. I'm going alive. I like that. Um, there's a couple of ways I could interpret this question. Um, if I'm... <laughs> Red Mosquito. How <laughs> <laughs> <I> about <love> bugs? <laughs> We're exactly. talking about get my get my young lad, put him on put him on my knee and be like, listen here, <laughs> child, I'm gonna inflict so much trauma on you with the next three minutes and twelve seconds as I possibly can. Here's Bugs by Pearl Jam. Um, that your, dad, my... your dad loves this band. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a way to ensure that my child is nothing like me, um, which might not be a bad thing. Um, ah, man, I don't know. This is this is a tough one to I. You know, present tense might be one. I think that would be a cool song. Um, Alive, obviously, like you said. Um, I think like "Breath in a Scream" would be cool too. Kind of like, um, yeah. You know, it's, I, I, I'm I'm struggling between like choosing a song because of the lyrics or choosing a song because of the way it sounds. Um, but mm -hmm. I think those are all good candidates. But definitely, probably not Bugs. Also, probably not Red Bar. Pro definitely not Dirty Frank. <laughs> dirty frank <laughs> dirty dirty frank like i said it definitely depends on how old the kids are right so and like obviously if i try to wait until they're 15 when they can handle I want something them to like present before tense, then though you know right they're, they're gonna have heard something before especially if their dad yeah. runs crunch maybe spiral. elderly woman or daughter would be a good easy <laughs> right easy one for like a, a lad glorified g yeah exactly get, like really get them into the the social issues of the day yeah we'll be young enough they won't know so we've reached um, we've reached uh, the the, the part where yeah this is where we make our money here uh, this is this is where <laughs> we have this is where we have some fun uh, and these are questions that really have nothing to do with the page or the podcast or music in general um, and the first question is how are you realizing that your condition may have changed between now and earlier in the episode about an hour ago when we first discussed how we're doing I'm doing fantastic the energy levels are high we're yeah. ripping a podcast oh, uh, this has been a lot of fun and yeah. you. I'm doing even better than I was before. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Love it. Love it. <clears throat> uh, left or right sock first? The fact that I have to think about this, um, I, I just do it. What the, f which one do I do first? <laughs> I think I do I, the right first. Do you think you do the same one every time? I definitely first? do the same one every time, but it's such a habitual thing that I don't know. Um, I think it's the right one. I don't know. I definitely don't have a preference. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have a preference. It's just, it's You'll just love habit. This. What I've been doing recently, this is, it's true. Like, this isn't a red flag, but you know, we play this game. We played a game one time. It was maybe a bad idea, but you get a group of people and you, it's called red flag and you have to say a red flag about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so like maybe that. this, so maybe this is a red flag, but recently, um, I've been going to practice and I'll leave and I just love wearing my Birkenstocks. So I don't put on my socks before I leave the house and yeah. I'll put them on in the car, like when I get there or whatever. Yeah. So like mainly cause I'm, I'm late yeah. and I just like, you know, I think I'm saving time by putting my socks on later. Um, so I've been putting my socks on in my driver's seat as I'm like getting out of the car basically. Yeah. And um, I think I go right foot first usually. That's kind of actually if I'm stopped at a stoplight and I'm trying to put my shoes on, I'm doing left foot first, so my foot's still on the brake. Exactly. Right. It's because you're a responsible, not distracted driver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll put my I'll put my right 
sock on and oh, I'm sorry, I put my left sock and my left shoe on before I put my right sock on. Mm-hmm. Never do that. No, 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 never, never. It's always <laughs> no, both both all socks, socks and then first. shoes. Yeah. It's gotta be. Uh, yeah, you I should think try I'm, I'm right it. for you should both. try the other way. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow. Maybe shoes first, socks over top. <laughs> exactly. Really, really never let really them know your change next move. it up. I'll wear my socks on my hands or something. I put my shoes on, take them off, put my socks back on. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see here. Uh, bu- 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 who are your favorite comedians? Uh, Ethan, uh, this is a question for you because I don't really consume uh, like proper comedians, uh, their work. Yeah. I'm not a comedy special guy, so I'll let you answer this one because I don't really have an answer. This is a good question. Drew would love this question. He's a big comedian guy. Yeah, he would. It's interesting. Comedy has changed a lot because um, a lot of comedians have podcasts now, and that's where they, rather than stand up. And uh, so the form is very different. I feel like there's a lot more, the delivery has changed. Mm -hmm. I'm a big, I was a, you know, Theo Vaughn, he's really big in the podcast world right now. Theo Vaughn and Chris D'Elia, they both are really funny um, a long time ago. So I've been listening to them a lot. Um, We saw Chris D'Elia live, which was great. Um. I have to say Bill Burr. He's going to be on our podcast here in a little bit. That's now, the reach we, we goal. Should, that's the reach goal, yeah. Because we had an interaction with him one time. And hopefully <laughs> several <he remembers>. years ago. <laughs> several years ago. We're basically pals. Um, but he's he's a big, you know, he's into music and is a drum, has, is known to, to drum. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say those are my two, those are my two guys, though. If, mm-hmm. I like, if I'm like, man, I really need to, I really need a comedian in my life, I'll probably usually click on one of those podcasts because it's live. Yeah. They have some great specials that I've watched. People are really liking Shane Gillis right now. Have yeah, he's, he's in. He's he's hot right now. Yep. Tom Segura, his specials were hilarious in 2015 when they were coming out on Netflix at the beginning. They were, they were just so funny. Straight gas. Oh, yeah. So you don't have one? or I, I, I couldn't pick one, honestly. I, I'm not knowledgeable enough in... I don't, I don't, I don't really seek it out. So those are kind of the, uh, those are all mainstream guys though. Right. So yeah, people will know them really edgy with somebody that, you know, it's like, I like Barnacles McGee. Like that's my favorite guy. <laughs> Sebastian Maniscalco is the best. Like, oh like yeah. That. Art Van right. <laughs> How long? This is probably a hot topic. We talked about mustaches earlier with Selick. How long is the mustache staying around Chris? Well, uh, I, I first shaved into the mustache in April of 2023. I'd had them before and my, my theme the last like three years has been, I grow a mustache in the summer and then I grow a beard in the fall and then I get rid of it and I'm clean shaven until it's mustache season again. But I've been rolling with the mustache for like 10 months now, nine months. Um, I need to make it a year and then I'll reevaluate, but I kind of like it. And the problem too, that you run into more so with any other things that I've done with my appearances. Now I've become like the guy with the mustache, right? And that, that means something. And there's there's a responsibility that I have to the public. Uh, and there's a certain level of public trust that I'm very wary of betraying uh, if I do get rid of it. Um, so I, I, had po- I had posted a, uh, a lifting video on my lifting Instagram page. And it was like a recap of the previous year. Um, in one of the videos, I didn't have a mustache. And one of my friends commented, they're like, for a second, I thought you shaved the mustache and I was about to build a funeral pyre for it. Um, so rest assured, it's still here. It's still on my face, but I got to make it a year and then I'll reevaluate. But the problem is then it's going to be almost summertime, which is mustache season. Um, 
So I think I'm just becoming one of those people that like when you look back at old photos of me when I'm showing my kids, like I'm just gonna have a mustache. Right. How mo- that's how most dad photos should be though. So exactly. You gotta give everybody yourself has some, their mustache. To laugh about. Everyone has their phases. Um and I have to say, um, like when I have my mustache, when I'm wearing it, when I have it on. Yeah. You know, you you know, maybe a little subconscious about it. Usually I like it. Um, but every time I go back and I see a picture of me with a mustache, I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty pumped up about it. Me too. Like the pictures, like mustaches really do well on camera. Yeah. So I think uh, for that reason, I need to do it more. Totally. I mean, I'm not. I, I mean, I, I do. I definitely like every time I shave down, I'll have it for a few days. Um, but mine doesn't grow in like. I mean, I have a I have a red slash blonde mustache, so it's you know it's a different. I'm in a different ball game. You know, it's a different league. Yeah. I so. think mustaches are, are are firmly in the category of things that the concept of them is better than the actual execution and use of them. Like, mm-hmm. like I love the idea of having a mustache more than I love the way that it looks on me. Um, yeah. And that concept and wins thing, out. Another thing is when you have long hair, just a mustache doesn't always work. Yeah. Which the I'm beard, getting to that, I'm getting to that, that, that territory yeah. again here and yeah. I'm, I'm soon to find out. When your hair is long, like usually like short hair guys, mustache, it ties the room together. Obviously yeah. wearing, wearing a ball cap really works. Oh yeah. But if you got long hair and you know, it's tough to wear hats. It's not tough. You put a it hair up. It can be a but, challenge. But it can be a challenge. And sometimes it's just, you shave the rest of your face and you have long hair. I'm like, all right, I kind of look dumb. I need to, I need to <laughs> yeah. shave that. Yeah. If one has to go for me, I, th- I think the long hair would probably go first before the mustache. Um, so we'll see the, the year anniversaries for me for, for not cutting my hair and, and having a mustache are, are pretty, you know, both within the same time period. So we'll reevaluate is, this in April. The problem is you probably grow a mustache in a week and week and a half. Not a good one though. Not, 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 not to this how long? degree. How long is it? How long I, is probably, it I usually give myself like, like two weeks. Like I usually grow a beard first and then I shave the beard off and leave the stash. Um, so I grow it under the cover of darkness so as to not be embarrassed uh, or right. not look like a, like a, like a, but like, like growing a long hair. Boy. I mean, that. I mean, two weeks is nothing compared two weeks to is nothing. The, the eight months the you need to the eight months you need for a good a good hair job. Hey, it all ties back to what we talked about at the beginning. We're trying to build a body of work here, man. <laughs> yeah, and I do that by not visiting the barber. Yeah, I don't get my money. Absolutely, we've got another question here. Uh, this comes from the top Patreon supporter down the hole, flat out fucked. Uh, and the question is: When you both were kids, what were your dream jobs? Did you have one as a kid, Ethan? Mm, I don't know. I never was like a, you know, firefighter, doctor, astronaut, never, never quite my cup of tea. I, I, I think professional athlete was definitely something that I wanted yeah. to be. Um, yeah, I would say professional athlete. I never had, there was never a career that I was like really set on doing. Yeah. Like when it came to like job fairs or stuff when I was in my yeah. teens. And we don't stuff, dream like, of labor. Our lives yeah. are fuller than that. There was, yeah, exactly. There was nothing that, there was nothing that I was like, I really want to be a dentist or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Um, when I was a kid, uh, I really wanted to work on the railroad. Like I wanted to be a train conductor. Um, but a funny story, it's one of my mom's favorite stories about my childhood of just like silly things that kids say. Um, I used to say for like more so than having like a dream job, I used to tell people when I was like five, six, seven or eight years old around kind of around that age, um, that like whatever job I had, I needed to have weekends off because when it was time for the weekends, I wanted to go up to Fenway park and play for the Red Sox because I mm. didn't understand the concept that like 
it was a full-time thing. Like I used to watch the games on the weekend because I couldn't stay up at night. So as far as I was concerned, they weren't playing on the weeknights. So I was like, well, yeah. like Red Sox are on at one, like uh, the Saturday afternoon. Like I want to, I want to I, I do that when I get, get you know, get older. So, so hopefully I have a job that like they let me sneak up to Fenway Park on the weekends, uh, you know, and play for the Sox there. Um, so, and you know, my mom, thankfully not wanting to be a punisher of the moment, she never really told me um, that that's not how it worked. Not and she, works. she let me believe it for a while. Um, and then that morphed, you know, once I figured it out, that morphed into, you know, you couldn't have told me at nine years old that I wasn't going to be a professional baseball player. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I wanted to do. And then that dream, you know, it didn't, it never, it never died. It just, you know, it just got old, you know, mm-hmm. and then I moved on to other things. And now my dream but is we- to be a podcast host <laughs> talking about grunge rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. The weekend warrior baseball player. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. So now I play rec league softball. Same thing. The same thing. More fulfilling. Except, I wouldn't do it except for the that's money. Weak, except that's weak. Yeah, I know. It's antithetical to what I thought as a child, but what are you going to do? Yeah. It fills the void. Exactly. And there's a big void. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. Oh, My yeah. life is very full and I'm happy. Let's see. Moving right along. Um, this one's favorite trip story. Um, what type of trip What's are we well, talking? Well, <laughs> well, one of my, one of my friends, um, one of my friends asked me about this, who, who very, very much wants to meet you, Ethan, one of my buddies up here in Rhode Island. He asked this, I, I can kind of glean what type of trip he's discussing. Um, and, uh, I, he listens to the podcast. I don't know if he'll be listening an hour and 20 minutes in, but I'll just answer this. My favorite trip story is, is one that he would remember. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. He was, he was there for it. So that's, that was my favorite trip. That's, that's good. I mean, on um, the books, on the books, it's gotta be the LA trip that we did, but you know, yeah, that's this is an hour and 20 minutes in. I mean, you can say whatever you wanted, Tom, this was, uh, yeah, you were, you were there. Tom was there. Tom he was took, there. He took spirit. me on it. That's right. That's right. And he knows what you're talking about. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan of the LA, uh, trip as well. Yeah. That was a good trip. Oh yeah. Very good. That's pretty good. Um, next question here. We're running running lean on questions, and this comes from a longtime supporter of the page, a friend of mine that I went to high school with, uh, the great Matt Wilkes. Um, and Matt wants to know, I love this question. <laughs> if you could jersey swap with anyone, who would it be? And I love how open-ended this is because it could be professional athlete. It could be it could be anything. And like I'm taking jersey in air quotes right here. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's more of a like a question. sign of respect here. And and it's one that I kind of have to think about because like, I was trying to think of like a funny answer where like, you know, because this is a podcast, like swapping like mics or somebody with like a favorite podcaster mm. or something. But I, I don't, I don't really have one to be honest. Like I, I haven't really been on the podcast train a whole, whole bunch lately, but um, is there, is there anybody that you would want to um, Jersey, Jersey swap with? There's somebody that just came to mind for me that it would be an honor to. Yeah. Yeah, I saw there's a funny picture of two guys after a long night and they They were wearing jerseys and they swapped and it was like, so it is like you have, I feel like you had to have spent a battle with or, you know, went through something together. Yeah. Um, The first person that popped in my head though would be Beetlejuice. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if I could get a picture with him, you know, holding like, you know, hand in hand, fist and fist and uh you know we're swapping jerseys and and i could just get a good 
a good picture with him in his eyes and that's that beautiful mm. smile that he gives uh yeah. that would be phenomenal that's a good one i like that a lot um two answers that one that had just come to mind and then another one that just just came to mind um the the first one i mean you get a chance to swap jerseys with kyle schwarber like say, oh. say like, say like he goes two for six with two Schwar bombs and four strikeouts. And then afterwards, you know, you do the thing on the field where he takes the Jersey off and he leans over and signs it, you know, leaning it against his leg. And then, you know, you exchange jerseys and then, you know, you pose for a photograph. That would be great. Um, but one that would be realistic that, that probably should have happened. Ethan, we should have swapped jerseys the morning after the Charleston wedding. <laughs> swapped uh coats yeah <laughs> swap suit coats that's that's awesome we yeah. definitely should have that that fits that fits the all of the criteria for jersey swap yeah definitely. or at least we should have swapped it with like uh, one of the boys that we were hanging oh, out yeah. with because you made the point and that's what made me think of it you know you swap jerseys with somebody that had a similar experience that like understands on a deep level what you had just gone through or what it yeah. takes right um and and that's somebody um that you know and even even for us like it goes back to like the days of the pit weight room like it would have been an honor to swap jerseys with you on right. the platform yeah king, exactly. or kim king or kim king yeah or like andrew wells i mean she, she was she was a national champ ethan she was she knew what it took she knew what it took oh man what a legend what a fucking legend what, what a legend that's good um that is good that was a great, great question. Thank you, that Matt. That was a really good question. Uh, another one from a friend. Uh, who wins in a hot dog eating contest between the two of us? Courtesy of Sean Don. Big Sean Donnelly. Oh, man. I feel like you fundamentally can't answer a question asking who would win when one of the participants is you. You can't answer saying you would win. Um, I, think, I think you could... You you could get get some glizzies down. down. Some glizzies. Is it is it is it is it like a timed battle or is it like a just volume based? And it's like whoever. I was just say what are the rules? Because I couldn't. Is this I like couldn't Joey win Chestnut, a timed Coney one. Island no, type thing. I wouldn't thing. be able to do that. I, yeah, that's a whole different. Like that's, you know, I don't know if I can drink you know dunk my hot no. dog buns in water. That defeats the um, purpose. But if we're going to like the grill shop or like Yakos and we're just getting dogs with everything, like how many do I think I could eat? You know, if I'm throwing out a number, then you tell me if you think you can beat that. You know, I do think if it's between the two of us, I think the venue is important. Like if I'm playing on your turf at grill shop, I think you, (laughs) I think you win. You know, I mean the atmosphere there, it's a tough crowd. Like as a rookie going in there like that, I mean, everybody's pulling for you, Ethan, that would be tough. And then consequently, while they're not hot dogs, they're hot wieners. If you came to Providence and, and went to Olneyville, New York system with me, um, I, I'd like to think my chances there are pretty solid. Um, much higher yeah yeah but i think it all depends i mean neutral site neutral dog um i mean your guess is as good as mine well how many do you think you can eat i said i'm thinking seven to nine is this once again like are you saying seven to nine like uncapped time just until somebody quits yeah i think well okay um in like one sitting like you go into your fool you can't come back like an hour later we'll give it like backyard you know grill out setting Yeah. yeah you can't um you, you can't you can't come back at another time you can't boot you can't go to the bathroom etc right. right house rules. sitting sitting down yep yeah i think um you know it depends on the girth of the dog right the girth of the gl- if they're just like backyard franks right off the grill on the on yeah, a bottom, oscar meyer yeah i mean i we could both hammer double digits think we got 10 oh yeah i i think the winner the winner might have to might have to tickle 20 
I think twenty what? could. Because you eat them and then you worry about the consequences later. <clears throat> 20, 20 sounds like a lot right now. But twenty is a lot of glizzies. But if you're hungry, you figure a nice summer day where like you may we hit a million followers. <laughs> 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 we'll have, we'll how how many cigarettes can we dog. smoke in succession? <laughs> Who can smoke a pack first? Well, here's the question: Could you? Which number is higher, the number of cigarettes you could smoke in succession or the number of hot dogs you could eat in one sitting? I think, I mean, I'm, you know, as much as, uh, I don't know, I wish I was, I don't really wish I was a real smoker because we're, we're not, we're not like we're not, real We're cigarette. not smokers. So I definitely could, I, yeah, a lot of people are smokers, we're right. not, I could eat, I could definitely eat more hot dogs than I could smoke cigarettes back to back, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Right? I, don't know. I mean, that's an honest answer. Yeah, I've... Uh... <laughs> I mean, if I had to, I could definitely, you know, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get full on cigarettes, so the, that's an easy answer, but... Yeah. I. I... <laughs> All right, once again, it's an hour and 30 minutes in. I'll say that between <laughs> the two of them, um, I have established one record for myself, and that number is 14. Um, I won't say which one, if it's glizzies or cigs, um, but my number, the number to beat for me is 14. In a night or in succession? Uh, in a night. Okay. Like in, a, in, in, a night. A, in a very defined period of the night, though, that's that's an important caveat to this. Right. So okay. the, num- the number to beat's 14. I, I think I, I pick up what you're laying down. Yeah. I, 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 it's something that, you know, you do it once. I, I wouldn't want to do it again, um, you know, because 14 hot dogs is a lot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the glizzies. Exactly, man. What, what, what do you put on your dogs? Oh, everything. Oh yeah, which me too. is chili on un- chili onion and mustard. Okay, that's that's the perfect hot dog. I mean, You're, are you a I relish mean, guy? Because um, a chili dog is its not own on thing, it. though, isn't it? Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, I I just call them dogs with everything has chili, yeah. mustard, and okay. onion. Yeah, this is such um, a regional thing too that like I, I'm not big on like the what do you mean that doesn't go on a hot dog like because it just depends on where you're from. Um, cause for me, it's like, I'm not a ketchup, relish, like ketchup, mustard relish. I think that's pretty yeah, solid. Maybe some are, onion, that is, onion good. that is onion, onion, is onion, good. Exactly. Onion, <laughs> onion, onion good. I'm going nonverbal on this podcast. Wishing a birthday to Tom Selleck. <laughs> Tom Selleck mustache birth. Good. Happy. <laughs> good. Exactly. No, yeah. I, I like, I mean, I like all forms of hot dog, all combinations. Yeah, me too. I can really, I can put them down, but yeah. my favorite is, is always going to be everything, but mm-hmm. relish, mustard, and ketchup, solid. Yeah, that's very solid. Man, we, that was, that was a heater. That was good. Yeah. You're talking about the episode or that question? Uh, everything. It's all good. Oh yeah. I'm pretty, pretty jacked up right now. <clears throat> Do we have any more? Is there one more? Do we is need there, to get to? There, do we do we need to get to this? It doesn't really have much much play other than the person who asked it. I know that's why it's up to you. <laughs> the, the, the podcast <laughs> debut. I'm hard launching here. Um, Ethan, my my girlfriend would like to know: Do you consider <laughs> yourselves to be dandy men? I need to ask: Is she going to get to the end of the podcast? I I told her she should never listen to the podcast. All right, so you can't bring it up to it. This is also a test. I'll bring like it up to her. I'll screen record this part and send no, it no, to no, her. No, 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 sure. no, no. Don't, don't. No? Because okay. it's like, it's like testing Drew. We want to know. true. Yeah. We're, we're testing, yeah. right? Well, like we she, she's, she's out of the zone of ambiguity where like she would like feel the need to listen to the podcast to impress me. Um, so hopefully she and does I guess, not listen. 
And she's also out in the world right now, so probably. Yeah, not gonna... I don't think the Grunge Bible <laughs> podcast is is top of mind for her uh, when she's across the world on a backpacking trip. But who knows? I mean, everybody's got different priorities. There's a lot of travel. I mean, yes, they travel is travel. A lot of downtime. I mean, you, gonna... you got a lot of time on buses, planes, trains, maybe, automobiles. Maybe the only perhaps. time. Maybe the only time that uh, she's listening. So yeah, it could be. Um, so the question was, would you consider yourself to be a dandy man? So I believe she's asking. Oh, she did say yourself. men. So she, she is plural. She asked, yeah. She's asking. Both. Absolutely. Um, good question. Um, I don't know the specs for a dandy man right, right now. Right. I'm not exactly sure, but I would consider myself. I would like to consider myself a dandy man. So yeah, yeah, I'm 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 feeling pretty dandy pandy myself right now. So yeah, I would I feel comfortable saying that yes, I would consider that. Cool. That's cool. Oh yeah. There we I go. Think that's it. Yeah, that's um that's it, Chris. We've officially exhausted all the questions we said we weren't gonna get to, but we yeah, did. We did. Pretty special. Body of work. Body of work. Body of work. Yeah, we're just we're checking the boxes. We're we're doing our time. We're sucking the juices. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you so much. You are the real one. You are the realist. You deserve a a thank you from us and so like we're i'm very happy to know that people are listening to the end of the podcast it's pretty fun especially like i mean this is a good episode it's not about music per se it's not about whatever but i think that this is a solid fun podcast so i agree yeah thank you for your time uh thank you to our producer drew mcfadden who has undoubtedly listened to every second of the last one hour and 32 minutes of this production uh, because he's a producer and that's what producers do. Um, thank you to everybody that has purchased merch. Thank you to everybody, obviously, that has supported us on Patreon and continues to do it. Thank you to everyone who will support us on Patreon after that rousing and entertaining hour and a half that we just spent with you. And furthermore, anyone who's listening, just, you know, thanks for your time. Thanks for talking about it, talking to us about this, sharing it with friends. Um, that's what it's about. Um, and that's why we do this. So finally... We're going to do a quick episode of Songs of the Week. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a song specifically. Okay. But I was recommended a uh, a new band. Hell yeah. And I, and I haven't listened to them yet. So I want to shout them out because I'm going to. And the band is Rain Wolf. Have you ever heard of them? I've never heard of Rain Wolf. Yeah. And the uh, the album is here... Uh, hear me out. Oh wait, I in fact are you, li- have... are you lying to the people right now. There's a green check mark. There's next a to green the... check mark. There's a, there. there's a green check mark next to the band boys oh, or boys and girls next to a song. The song is over and over. I don't know that song specifically. I'm gonna have to listen to it. This happened to me the other day. I saw the band, the Mountain Goats, were playing in Saturn. I was looking for something to do. Yeah in uh on friday and i was like never heard of them then i looked them up and i was and i had a few songs like turns out and i was like turns out i actually am more of a mu- music connoisseur than i give myself credit for so apparently i know this band which is fantastic so i was recommended the song son of a gun but the song over and over is um downloaded and in my liked playlist so incredible nice. incredible work ethan <laughs> that's great well done ethan i'm patting you on the back as you should pat yourself on the back Thank you. That was cool. All right, Chris, um, your turn. My turn. uh, My song of the week is going to be from the Brian Jonestown Massacre, and it is a song called Everything Was Very Simple because everything was very simple.
That's a great. I listened to that the other day. You gave that to me on uh, when we were also recording a podcast mm-hmm. the same day. Yeah, that was that was the hangover episode. Oh yeah, awesome. All right. Without further ado, that is episode one hundred and forty nine of the Grunge Bible Podcast. Thank you everybody for listening. Please tune in next week. Don't let this one deter you at all. Absolutely. I think this will inspire you to tune That's in right. bright and early for the next episode. Next episode's one fifty, so we we got to do something cool, perhaps. We'll get a guest. Yeah. Continuing in the theme of writing checks that we're going to struggle to cash here in the future. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do something cool for it. But yeah, thanks everyone for your time. I uh, hope you're doing great out there. I hope January has treated you well. And I hope your month of February is off to a great start uh, shortly after this episode comes out. Um, so only thing I have left to say, stay heavy. Rock and roll, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.